everyone welcome to our podcast what's in your story bag where we peep into people's lives their experiences memories and dreams bringing out stories that are worth sharing i am rituparna ghosh your host and founder of your story bag a storytelling training and consulting company helping our listeners harness the power of stories In our inaugural set of episodes we are delighted to partner with Bombay Chambers of Commerce as digital storytelling partner ahead of their upcoming communications conclave on 14 June at Taj Vivanta in Mumbai. The conclave is titled Breaking Silos where we talk about the convergence of people power purpose in dynamic times. In this episode I'm joined by Dr. Adil Malya who has been a thought leader in different dimensions of corporate transformation people and leadership space for nearly 4 decades now. Dr. Malya leads the leadership people management and learning practice as the CEO and managing partner at the firm. Prior to this he has worked in diverse companies like Godrej, GE, Coca-Cola and SR in India and overseas. In this podcast, Dr. Malia shares his insights into why people reflect siloed behaviors, how they impact an organization and the role of leaders within a siloed environment. He also shares a legendary story when an adversity broke organizational silos, bringing different stakeholders together in firefighting. Thank you Adil for joining me on our podcast where I'm trying to dig into your story bag and see what's in your story bag. Uh I uh, thank you Rito for wanting to know what is in my story bag. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, yes, that's what I do for a living and it's always exciting to peep into other people's story bag and see the stories they've gathered over the years and uh, through your stories we'll try and understand how important is breaking silos in communication. So let's get started. Yeah. Okay. The first question is, um, why do people, you know, have or rather reflect siloed behaviors in the first place? Basically, it's like this. You know, the entire. Uh, you know, if you look at the human evolution from the time a child is really born, there is this entire uh, nurturing. conflict so it's an outcome of a nurturing conflict uh, between socialization and identification so while the child is born and you know over a period of time he enters into a family and then you know socializes with the family socializes in the school with the friends grows up with the neighbors etc etc the entire process of socialization is going on on the one hand on the other hand right from the time a child is born there is an entire individualization or identification process which simultaneously works mm-hmm. so the first thing you do is give the child a name so the name is john so john you versus the rest of the world john is the son of sam and renu so then the three of them versus the rest of the world and likewise simultaneously on the one hand there is this entire moment of socialization which goes on which is all about inclusive behaviors and alongside that is another process which goes on which is a process of identification which tantamounts to isolating the identified version from the rest of the society mm-hmm. so the two processes come out and the siloed behaviors you see people reflecting which is my functions versus rest though we are all commonly working towards a goal comes from this entire conflicting nurturing process of socialization and individualization mm-hmm. 
that just gets reflected over a period of time in organizations it gets reflected in uh, places and neighborhoods where people stay it gets reflected in political ideologies and parties and each and every behavior but the root of this behavior comes from it's an outcome of the nurturing conflict between socialization and identification right it's very interesting that you've worked in hr you've worked in human resources for so many years you worked with worked people in leadership for so many yes years. and you worked with people and you understand that no two people are alike right so uh, uh, and how how severe is this uh, behavior when people come into the workforce uh, how do these siloed behaviors pan out in a corporate environment how difficult is it to uh, have people come out of their shells and work with multiple people who again have different ideologies or have different individualities they have they come from different backgrounds how do you merge all of that together and number one is thank god people are different so that's good news not bad news because if uh, you know it rightly reminds me of Oscar Wilde's word that they laugh at me because i'm different and i laugh at them because they're all the same so you know thank god people are different and thank god people think differently because it is in this difference that the creativity lies because each one thinks differently each one has a different way of looking at the different dimension of a challenge each one has a different solution so different experiences of life and when all of these merge together it becomes a fruitful wholesome alternative to look from and select the most appropriate solution to a challenge that may be facing so thank god for these differences in the human uh, psychology and behavior and the way of looking at things differently because emerging from those differences are the range of fruitful solutions that emerge out so it's a good news that they are different now of course if they are different and if there is no consolidation happening if we are unable to arrive at a conclusion and consolidation of this into a common behavior then is where the problem comes in mm-hmm. because if people get jingoistic mm-hmm. if they get absolutely ethnocentric about the behaviors of the region or the people or the culture or the religion they come from and they start believing that that's the only way the right way to think and every other way is a wrong way of looking at it that jingoism is what comes in the way and makes silos negative the differences are very very good if you are consolidating those differences into a collective wholesome solution that's what you really gain from right so therefore the role of the leader is very very critical the business leader the, the in you know or a team the team leader has to be someone who understands the differences and yet uh, merges everyone together or rather brings everyone in in an inclusive environment right how critical is the role of a leader in breaking the cycle the role of a leader is critical but let me give if you allow me to digress from the various stories that i have uh, in my mind and you know over the last so many years that i have been managing people and leadership challenges in organizations mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, when you say that you want a very strong bridge to be built you say you need an rcc bridge right you need mm-hmm. a reinforced concrete cement bridge mm-hmm. and that is the strongest bridge mm-hmm. now when you come into behavioral sciences there is another rcc which is very very important to build a strong bridge between people that is r stands for relationship r c stands for collaboration c stands for uh, 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 consolidation mm-hmm. and therefore relationship skills are very very important and when these relationships are put into a collaborative framework 
and the solution coming is thereafter consolidated, that RCC in a relationship is what the organization will thrive and benefit from. Now a leader, when he is running his organization with differences of opinions, experiences of people coming from different companies, different educational backgrounds, different specializations, all coming together, now this is what he needs to be doing. He needs to be making people understand how value is created through relationships, how value is created when relationships collaborate, and how this collaborated thing is consolidated for the common purpose of the organization. How is he able to make a movement of relationships, consolidations, and collaborations? Right. So therefore, I mean, putting it all together, shall, let's dip into a story of how, let's say, uh, you know, siloed behaviors actually impact an organization's performance and people engagement. I mean, I'm, I'm just very eager to now listen to a story that you would have to share for us. No, so I will tell you a story of where this, I have seen it in operation because I've worked in several companies right. and I've also worked in a great company like Coca-Cola and I'll tell you a story about that. Mm -hmm. But it is very, very important that if siloed behaviors are not controlled and people continue to behave in a siloed way, what are the things that we see happening in the organization? So some of the things that we see happening in an organization, number one, we see that information flow is impacted very badly. So one group of people holds on to the information, believes it's the value and the, uh, it believes that that information is only for the custodial trusteeship of that particular function, mm -hmm. does not pass on that information in time for the other departments. Mm -hmm. So it may be very important for them to survive. Sometimes there are communication walls that people don't talk with each other, they don't trust with each other. Mm -hmm. So there are warring kind of situations which happen. There is no sharing of common resources. There is no sharing of common contexts and relationships. As a result of which, each one tries to believe that what role they are performing in the organization is the most important and the key critical role. And everything else that happens in the universe of the organization is secondary. In that situation, each secondary role also in return tries to prove that their role is more important and everyone has heard about this old analogy of which part of the body is more important and mm -hmm. then how ultimately you found out what exactly is more important. So that kind of a conflict is something that the organizations cannot live, particularly in dynamic times when challenges are happening anew every day. At that point of time, you really want people to come together. You really want people to share their experiences. You really want them to come together and build relationships of sharing. You really want them to uh, consolidate the benefit of working together and collective strength so that they can face the challenge in an innovative and creative way. Wonderful. I totally believe, I mean, to totally understand where it's coming from. Uh, what about uh, you know i uh, i mean since i'm a storyteller and i've been working sure. with corporates in uh, uh, you know in different capacities one of them is to you know harness the power of existing stories that the corporate or a business uh, sure. really generates so sometimes i've seen in my experience of working with people when you turn the communication table or rather when you turn the onus of narrative building uh, from let's say the leaders or the managers or from the communication yeah. team uh, to the real to the employees when you go and tell them that okay can you tell me a story of how you dealt with the customer sure. uh, and you take that story back uh, to let's say the leaders 
that whole idea or the whole uh, uh, let's say experience of having to tell their personal story gives them a lot of confidence uh, do you think in corporate india that kind of communication where the employee is giving the right kind of uh, let's say ideas or stories which feeds into their let's say value communication or you know their mission building or let's say customer relationship these are so stories which no when we are talking about leadership from a organizational perspective we are not talking about a handful of iconic okay. leaders who everyone can talk about right. you know everyone is not a jack welch everyone is not a jim emblet everyone is not a narayan murthy everyone mm. is not a ratan tata mm. so we are looking out for leaders on the breathing track of an organization mm. in the purchase department where challenges are happening who is the leader who plays the role right. in the marketing department who is the leader so you are constantly searching for narratives which talk about how ordinary people on the breathing tracks of the organization are reflecting uh, non siloed behaviors coming together to consolidate teams and working mm. together let me tell you one larger story so i used to work for uh, coca cola i was the uh, group director for human resources for the south east asia region mm. and uh, i think the time was around 90 6 or 98 i may be plus or minus a couple of years or something i don't recall because I'm, as i'm narrating the story to i'm trying to recall which year it was <laughs> and we were doing extremely well business was growing like crazy uh, markets were very happy everyone was focused in the market and everyone was running mm. suddenly and can you imagine we were over 118% of our growth projections for the year at that point of time mm. suddenly as all adversities happen in a strange sort of a way one evening we get a message that there was some kind of a research done which indicated that our product contained pesticides mm. yes i remember Now, that this. was very sudden yeah. everyone was jerked out of their dreams there we were trying to work towards putting a sale projection which was so many more percentages ahead of our entire annual business plan we were selling the products consumers were very happy it was a great summer that was on products were selling very high everyone was working very hard and we were expecting the positive results to come adversity strikes at all these times hmm. now that is the point of time when suddenly the sales because of this information which let me tell you was not correct all correct information as it was originally presented but by the time we realized and by the time we went to the market it took some time but that is the time our leader at that point of time who was the ceo of india successfully consolidated and exhibited ways in which the power of people irrespective of the functions they were holding was brought together and harnessed to fight an adversity in the organization and emerge out of that as a victor mm-hmm. so the entire company stopped working and we said we are all going to be in the markets it is not only the marketing and the sales department which is going to be in the market everybody who has a pair of hands and a pair of legs and who understands what we are doing and we are also proud of our product we discussed with everybody we formed ourselves into multifunctional teams we went into different segments of the market
market. We each were trained for one day in what communication messages we should give, what are the themes, what is the correct situation, where is the fact, how this is wrong information, how this is not something that we are putting into the product, but was actually an outcome of the uh, of the pesticide in the groundwater which the farmers were putting for agriculture. And putting the correct position, explaining to the consumers what the real fact was all about. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to be a sales guy or you don't need to be a marketing guy. If you are an effective communicator, you could be communicating with your neighborhood uh, uh, mom and pop shop. You could be communicating with your friends. You could be communicating with the teachers in your child's school, etc., etc. So each one had a circle of influence. Mm -hmm. And that is where we found out that each individual employee of the company, irrespective of the function he was, brought in so much of strength, and that strength was harnessed, and all the siloed behaviors of which function you are from or which department you work from was all shrunk in, and we said, we're going to fight back this challenge which has come against the organization, position the facts correctly to the segments of the people who are our consumers and emerge victorious. And this History now evidences that we have succeeded in doing that to bring to the attention that while pesticide may be an issue, it is not something that we are putting into the product. It is the real problem about pesticide, which is without regulation being used by farmers in the agricultural process of the country. Right. So uh, tell me something. What's the aftermath of, of an event such as this? Does it really, you know, breaking silos to deal with, uh, let's say, uh, a problem that, that the entire organization faces? Does it really bring people together? Is there a renewed sense of purpose? Uh, what, is the, uh, what is the outcome of this? Look at it this way. Why do people come together irrespective of their religions, caste, colors, creeds, sex, around war time? Hmm. And that's because it brings people together. It's unfortunate that after that, the purpose is not being consolidated and the leadership does not gain advantage out of that. Hmm. But I have personally seen that when organizations face these adversities around which silos are broken and people come together, Mature leadership, and that's the stories that people who are coming for these conference, right. for this uh, Bombay Chamber of Commerce conference that is going to be held on 16th of this month in Bombay, uh, all the leaders are going to be saying that while these events do happen, the role of the leader to consolidate and harness the energy of the people mm -hmm. and let it remain at that even after that event has passed for the collective purpose of attaining the vision of the enterprise and right. that's what he needs to do if right. he fails in his duty to do that it's back to normal again right right so thank you so much adil uh, it's i think i'll have to come back to you for more stories and uh, maybe <laughs> even our listeners can come back to listening to you on uh, june 14th um, that way we're going to talk about the conference do you want to talk something about why should people come in and uh, your own personal let's say endeavor in, in coming in on this platform sure so this event actually if you were to ask me what is the quintessence of the theme and the message it is about bridging the gap between various functions right. and collaborating with the different stakeholders to create value right all enterprises are about creating value. And then there is always this boring situation between different functions and different stakeholders. The government as a stakeholder, the shareholder as a stakeholder, uh, the, 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 uh, the neighborhood uh, vicinities as the stakeholder. Each one has a different expectation as a result of which the collective value creation doesn't happen. This convention and 
conference is going to talk about how do organizations, effective organizations, bridge the gap between functions and collaborate with different stakeholders to create value. And I think in the coming situation where environment will be posing all kinds of challenges, this is a skill set all effective leaders will have to exhibit to show their leadership versatility. Right. Wonderful. So uh, I look forward to seeing you next week in Mumbai. And okay. until then, thank you uh -huh. so much for letting me dig into your story bag to find out what's inside your story bag. Um, next week when we meet, perhaps I'll listen to more stories and gather Pleasure, pleasure all mine. Thank and you, I always Adil. believe that narratives and stories are the way to learn. And naturally, you know, stories tell a different kind of a learning experience to people. Yes, absolutely. So totally agree. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Pleasure mine. Thank you.